Nestled in the Shenandoah Valley, under the shade of the majestic oak trees, the Blue Ridge Mountains on the horizon, a nearly 170-year-old tradition is taking place again in early June. Since 1853, the Upperville Colt and Horse Show has been held in the sleepy village of Upperville, Virginia, every year, with two exceptions, during the American Civil War and in 2020, when the world was introduced to the COVID-19 virus. Starting Monday, June 7th, top-ranked equestrians and their horses from around the world will come together to compete in the oldest horse show in the United States. This iconic summertime event is scheduled to run through Sunday, June 13th, and a record number of entries this year has filled the equestrian community with anticipation after last year's cancellation. From Country Zest and Style magazine, I'm James Jarvis, and you're listening to Zest Audio Stories. On today's episode, I talk to first vice president of the Aprilville Horse Show, Shelby Bonney, and executive board member slash horse trainer, Kitty Barker, about the show's evolution and its importance in the local community. If you find yourself driving west from Washington, D.C., out toward the Blue Ridge foothills during the month of May or June, chances are you've passed through multiple wide open pastures lined with massive white tents and several rings strewn with horse jumps. And if you're planning on driving down Route 15 early June and your goal is not to get to the Upperville Horse Show, my advice would be to travel at night because between the towns of Middleburg and Upperville, Virginia, Starting in the early morning, caravans of horse trailers, riders, trainers, and spectators have stopped traffic on either end of the major thoroughfare for miles. But if after all of that time waiting in line, you finally do get to the Upperville Horse Show, there's a variety of entertainment options and exhibitions for spectators to enjoy that makes it well worth it. There's an array of tempting food stands and other vendors selling all manner of horse-related merchandise. Or if cars are your thing, there's an antique car show as well. Many attendees also participate in elaborate tailgate picnics and parties sponsored by prominent local businesses and residents. These traditions now attract thousands of spectators every year from around the local community and across the country. But the show itself has not always been this huge event. In fact, it is very humble beginnings. Richard Henry Delaney, born August 10th, 1820, in Unison, Loudoun County, Virginia, was the original founder of the Upperville Horse Show. The show was initially created to showcase local breeding stock in Northern Virginia. Farmers from around the area could bring their horses to determine who had bred the best one. And once the sport of fox hunting came to the area, breeders then decided to have competitions for those hunters included in the show. Over the years, the land on which the Upperville Horse Show takes place passed through different hands until it was finally placed in the care of Shelby Bonney, currently one of two vice presidents of the Horse Show. So I grew up in Kentucky. Vice President Shelby Bonney. So I did not, I was not born and raised in this area. So my grandmother, uh, Mrs. A.C. Randolph, this is the, the farm that I have was her farm. And she moved here um in probably 1942 
two. Uh, she uh, married a gentleman named Dr. Uh, A.C. Randolph, who was Master Piedmont Foxhounds. The Randolphs were one of the oldest families here. Um, he actually owned the farm next door, which is called Grafton. And then I'm going to guess in the early 50s, my grandmother bought Oakley, which is the farm that, that we have. Bonnie's grandmother, Theodora Randolph, was a previous president of the Upperville Horse Show before Bonnie and is known by many in the equestrian world as the first lady of fox hunting because of her notoriety as a master of the Piedmont foxhounds. When she died in 1996, at the age of 93, Bonnie and his brother Robert inherited Oakley Farm, which is one of the farms where the show happens today. And over the years, Shelby Bonnie said he has worked hard to maintain many of the horse show's traditions. But like many traditions, at some point, there is a reckoning for change. People who've been to Upperville know we've had some years where it rains a lot. And uh, sometimes we've deserved the name Mutterville. And we were at that point where we had to make a decision as to whether or not we stop showing the big jumper classes on the grass ring or move to what's called an all-weather ring, uh, which can withstand um, the, the uh, kind of rain or really dry weather or something like that. Bonnie says that over the years, the equine industry has changed significantly. And now there are big conglomerates out there putting a lot of money into facilities where they can stage as many to 30 or 40 horse shows a year. One of the advantages that Upperville has is its unique location and history. And even though the Upperville Horse Show attracts hundreds of national and international riders every year, it still has to compete with these larger horse shows. Millions of dollars are poured into purchasing and training these horses, and if a horse is hurt because the ring is wet, it could hurt the Upperville Horse Show's reputation. And there was that point where a decision was made. We could kind of go one of two ways. We could stay on grass and kind of continue to be a show, and we become a little less relevant every year. Or two, we could invest and really take a much more kind of ambitious view of we want to be a top horse show and remain a top horse show. Kitty Barker sits on the executive board of the Upperville Horse Show and trains all levels of hunters and jumpers at her home in Middleburg, Virginia. Barker says that changing to grass was controversial, but it was not worth the risk to the horses to keep it. People with really fancy, expensive horses didn't really want to take the chance of riding just on the grass. And of course, year after year, we would have rain that could make it almost impossible to have the show in the, in the, in the grass. Aside from switching to all-weather rings, many of the Upperville Horse Show's traditions still remain. On opposite sides of Route 50, there are two different competitions going on. On one side is Grafton Farm, where the oak trees stand tall over the show rings and the hunter events take place. One of the hunter events, the Founders' Cup, in honor of the aforementioned horse show's founder, Richard Delaney, is where the horses are awarded trophies based on things like their smoothness over the jumps. These kinds of events are very competitive, and some of the hunter classes include the $25,000 International Hunter Derby, the $10,000 Polonie of Go As You Please Handy Hunter Class, and a $5,000 Amateur Owner Hunter Classic. But there are also smaller, more family-oriented events, such as the Family Class, where a mother, father, children, and even grandparents show their horses together. The judges look to make certain everyone is in unison when the horses trot, for example. 
Many spectators' favorite event, though, is known as the lead line, where children six and under compete by riding a pony around the ring with a friend or relative leading the pony. They're judged based on neatness and clothing, but everyone gets a ribbon. These kinds of events, Bonnie says, are what makes the horse show so special. You know, part of this is we're going to get a blend. And I think, you know, that that thing of we need to be world class, which means we're going to have world class riders and some of those competitions will be really hard. But also we want to make sure that we preserve our historical roots and our connection to the community. Across the street at Salem Farm, traffic controlling sheriffs halt vehicles on Route 50 so spectators can visit the jumper events which offer prizes worth thousands of dollars, such as the $73,000 welcome stakes, or the $37,000 Upperville speed stakes, and several others. On this side, the jumpers compete all week in a competition starting Monday, which builds up to the finals on Sunday, June 13th, for the $213,000 Upperville Jumper Classic. Here, horses are not judged for their looks and manners as they are at Grafton, Instead, the riders earn points based on how high the horse jumps, or are penalized if they knock down one of the rails as they go over. Barker, who has more than 30 years of experience training jumpers, says watching the riders float through the air, especially with the Blue Ridge Mountains in the background, is something she can't quite put into words. But she emphasized that watching the rider and the horse in sync with one another is a truly special sight. Very few people don't have a love and an appreciation for animals, certainly for dogs. I think everyone understands that. But there's something about a horse that, you know, we have a whole nother relationship with the horse than we do with our dogs or cats or rabbits, whatever you have. We literally are, we get on these horses and we speak to them with our aid, the, the leg, the rein, the voice, all that. Um, it's, it's very, very complex and it's uh, never, <laughs> never boring. And you know, every time you think you got it, something happens, <laughs> sometimes better than you hope, but a lot of times, you know, and it, it teaches you a lot of patience. So whether you enjoy watching horse jumping, hunter competitions, looking at antique cars, or you just want to spend a day entertaining yourself and your family, clearly the Upperville Horse Show has a little something for everyone. One of the nice reflections of our area, I mean, this is people come here and they have a sense of who we are and what we stand for as a community based on their experience at a horse show like Upperville. From Country Zest and Style, I'm James Jarvis. If you would like to learn more about the Upperville Colt and Horse Show and other stories about the Middleburg area, please visit our website at countryzestandstyle.com.